Welcome to the podcast, A Writer's Journey. Uh, today's topic is um, about fulfillment, how to achieve fulfillment, the ultimate happiness formula. I come up with two versions of what we really want. What is the conditioned mind? What is the self? What does it mean to be truly happy? And what are the little moments that actually count in our life? So thank you for listening. Bye. Enjoy. Isn't the ultimate goal of all of us to achieve actually fulfillment? It means the absolute state of happiness, the ultimate happiness formula, you know, to know an answer for that. Um, I have been thinking a lot about this. I have also uh, read quite a lot of books. You know, my travels to India were all about this uh, achieving of fulfillment. And in the end, I kind of have my own opinion about that, which is mostly the similar opinion, like all of the things accumulated that I have um, read in the past years. Basically, what I figured out is when people... Um, say that they don't know how to achieve what they want, they don't know how to achieve their goals, they don't know how to get from, I don't know, the place A where they are and they want to go to place B and they seem to never get there and the road seems to be super long. And I've been thinking about that and thanks to a friend of mine who inspired me actually about this topic, um, I have come up with the conclusion that there are actually two versions of what we think we really want. Basically, there is on one hand the conditioned mind, which means it is the things that we think we really want. Yeah, it's the things that our parents told us it's good to have or it's the career that we are supposed to do or it's the job that uh, that brings us satisfaction according to somebody who told us that or we told ourselves that we need a certain thing to feel valuable and to feel worthy because this is also part of it. So all these wishes yeah, and commands of the goals that we want to achieve, they come from the conditioned mind. So the mind creates a sort of version of ourselves and it tells us what we need to do in order to feel safe, secure, happy, Yeah, but most of the time secure because it's all about security, you know. It's all about um, a, pre a, pre a predictable life, a secure life. About it's, it's about the comfort zone, basically. Yeah? This is what the conditioned mind does. It gives you goals that are achievable and it kind of prefers to leave you there because it brings you some sort of happiness. However, the... The, the road to achieve actually true fulfillment doesn't come from the conditioned mind. It's actually the, the second version of what we really want, which comes from the authentic self. And the authentic self is connected with the heart. I've spoken about this heart thing quite a lot of time already. And this is, again, uh, it all goes back to that. So the authentic self basically is responsible for what you really, really want in your life. And it's also the reason why most of the people have such a conflict because they have the logical mind that tells them the steps that they are supposed to do. And then you have the authentic self, which often doesn't make sense. It's just a feeling, a so-called gut feeling, what I told you in the last podcast, that tells you this is the way to go. 
And this is also the way how to connect, you know, uh, in order to achieve fulfillment. I mean, what does it even mean to feel, to be fulfilled? For everybody, it does mean something different, yeah? I mean, for me, being fulfilled means to sp have time to spend with my family. It means to have time uh, for my writing, for doing these podcasts, and also for, you know... Uh, learning more about the business of coaching and in the end also to coach people and hopefully help help them again to find their way so this is something for me which means fulfillment is not so much of course yes I would prefer to to travel a little bit more and to see a bit more things but in the end it, I think it comes all down to this at least for me to spend time with my family and loved ones yeah And uh, going back to that authentic self, I read something interesting um, yesterday. It was in a book called The Diamond Cutter. It's actually a business book about um, about uh, kind of how to achieve success in in your business in a spirit um, going a spiritual way. It's it's a guy I think who is a Buddhist and he went through 20 years of this whole uh, Buddhistic study and he was also working in, in a diamond uh, trading company um, and yeah he tells the story how the company from zero made I don't know millions and millions of um, revenue And by using all the Buddhistic principles. But one thing which was very interesting, which kind of caught my attention, which goes back to this topic of fulfillment here, is that he says that the Buddhists, they have some sort of meditation, which is called death meditation. Yes, like being dead. <laughs> It means that the morning you wake up, you actually don't open your eyes. And you imagine today is the last day you're going to live on this earth. So what you're going to do? And I don't know for why, for what the reason is that this kind of passage caught my attention. But uh, the way it works, you do this for, I don't know, a couple of days or weeks. I, I don't remember now. But you wake up every morning and you say, today is the last morning. When you go in the evening to bed, you, f you say, okay, then, okay, today I didn't die. So let's try this tomorrow again. And then I was thinking... What would I actually do if that would be my last day? And then I thought, man, I would be first get mad probably because there are so many things that I haven't done. Yeah, so I, I would assume that I don't feel fulfilled because, I don't know, I haven't done bungee jumping. I didn't go to, I don't know, certain other con continents in this world and I haven't seen enough and so on. But then when I think again, actually, the only thing I want to have is having my family close by, you know, and, and spending time with them. And in the end, it doesn't really matter. It can be, you can, it can be just any garden because I'm, I'm a fan of being on the outside, especially when the sun is shining. So for me, this is probably ultimate fulfillment. And it's, and it's less than I thought that I'm going to need because my conditioned mind, obviously, in the past told me, I need a certain car. I need certain, I don't know, bags, uh, gadgets, uh, a certain way how I'm going to live, clothes. I don't even know. Maybe also, ah, I also had to, I also was thinking that I had to have a certain job. You know, this all gave me a feeling of worthiness and it made me feel fulfilled. However, now I understand it's not what really fulfills me because my authentic self which I am trying most often to get in contact with 
um, actually told me that it's 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 really simple and it's the little things that count, yeah. And it's not so much the big construct that I need to have in order to feel fulfilled. So. Um, yeah, and then there's this other thing which I also got inspired to talk about, yeah, which is quite interesting because I was thinking about that too recently. Uh, uh, quite a long time ago, I watched this movie, The Secret. And in The Secret, there's this one guy that presents vision boards. That is a board, basically, when you cut out certain pictures of things that you want to have and you put them on the board and you visualize to have these things. Personally, I love vision boards. I love that because it gives you a certain feeling to surround yourself with the things that you want to have and, you know, all this material things or immaterial things that you want to have. And it gives you kind of a clear image. Yes. And I think for many years I worked with these kind of vision boards. And I also in, in the meditations, I visualize what I want to have and what I want to achieve and so on and so on. Uh, later, however, I found out that, again, it was most of the stuff came from my conditioned mind. And I noticed that most of the things I was actually wishing for were things that I know, I don't know, my mom thought maybe they would be good and some other things my dad would think they would be good. Then other things, I don't know, some other people thought they would be good. But a lot of these things, they weren't actually the things that I really wanted to have. They weren't authentic with me. And it took me really ages, and I'm still looking for all of the answers to find out what I really want. And then I figured out, it's not so much when you, for example, today, it's not so much about thinking, what do I want in the future? And then, for example, visualize towards that. I would even... Um, include another step I would actually go back into the past and try to remember what you liked as a child because the answer is what I also said in a previous kind of podcast in order to get in contact with your authentic self is of course through meditation but meditation is a very serious thing and it takes quite a while to get into another way is through creativity so go back into in your thoughts and for example in, in a meditation or where you're just lying down and you're just thinking, listen to some nice music and try to remember what did you like as a child, what made you happy as a child, what were the little things that you completely flipped out on it and you loved it and, and you wanted to have more of that and so on. I'm not saying candy or anything but just like the, the little things I know the, the, the things that you did. For example for me I always loved to be outside in the nature and made so much fun yeah and I was riding horses. I loved to be around animals and it made me super happy but most of it, it made me happy to just be outside in the nature. And then, I don't know, a few weeks ago, we went for the first time hiking and it was such an incredible experience for me. Not because of the hiking itself, because I got in contact with my authentic self and I felt so much fulfillment in that moment. I felt that I didn't need anything else. I was just happy in the present moment. And this is actually what you want to achieve, isn't it? To just be happy in the present moment. Obviously, because we are all human, and also I'm a human being, I have these days where this completely doesn't work out. For example, best example now is the, is the past three days. I cannot tell you why, what is the reason, but I was completely not in line with myself. I don't know why. It's not that I really had a bad mood or anything, but I, I, my meditations, they weren't going deep. 
Then I tried to draw, it didn't work. I tried to write, it didn't work. I tried doing this podcast, it didn't work. Didn't have a topic. And normally I would be really upset and I would be like uh, thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do with my time. Even the reading didn't work. I tried to read, I really had troubles to concentrate. And then, bam, today I wake up, it's still not 100% in line, but I, I noticed already in the meditation, oh, today is a better day. Today is a chance that I can maybe report my podcast and do all the things that I really want to do. So for some reason, I don't know, maybe it was my body, my mind, whoever, somebody needed a break. So I took this break. I didn't take it personally. I didn't basically make my feel, made myself feel bad what I did in the past. But I just uh, worked with it and I just went through with it and it's okay. So I let it go. And today, well, now I'm recording this podcast, so it seems to be more or less okay. However, I still feel that there's some sort of, I don't know, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's the weather, who knows. <laughs> but, um Back to going to this fulfillment topic, yeah, there are little moments in our life that we should cherish and, you know, be completely grateful for. And this is something that creates fulfillment for us. And what is also a good method that I just remembered is, you know, um, I learned this at Tony Robbins and I read actually quite a few times about that. There's another book. Uh, how is it called? I don't remember now. Uh, basically, it's a guy who tells you you should wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning and basically prime yourself. This ha that means that you have... Um, certain rituals that you uh, go through and this is how you prime yourself for the day this that means when you wake up and your mind is kind of not there which was for me like the last days that's why I still kept on meditating you know I, I could break it up but I did because it kept me kind of stable otherwise I probably would feel depressed I don't know but m most of the time so this guy tells you you should wake up at 5 a.m or at 6 a.m And basically start your day with meditation, with some exercises, with some writing, with some contemplation and gratitude. Because gratitude is a super important thing because most of the time we are very unhappy about the things that are not working out. So we keep on telling in our mind, this doesn't work out, this doesn't work, this is so bad, blah, blah, blah. You know, and the whole day we have this conversation in our head that, that there's this guy in our head, the mind, that tells us all, all these negative things. And then we most often forget what great things do we have. And there are actually most of the times more good things than we have. We just, I don't know, for some reason we, we kind of love to remember all the bad things, which I do too. Yeah, but the... Maybe the difference between me and sometimes other people is not that I'm better or anything, but it's, it's because I found a way for myself to snap myself out of, of negative or suffering states of mind, you know? Because feeling unfulfilled and feeling like lack or feeling a feeling of that you haven't achieved what you want to achieve is basically a suffering state there's no other word for it and i heard it in india they said it's just a suffering state tony robbins said it so it's not a negative state or a bad feeling or whatever you're just in a suffering state and there's just two two versions you can be in a suffering state or you can be in a happy state of mind and personally i prefer the happy state of mind i've been for a long time in a suffering state and i've done many many things and I basically was working the suffering mind from very different angles so I know all about this and at some point I've decided it's just not worth it to be in the suffering state and it takes some energy I can tell you that I notice this in my in the way I'm eating I'm noticing the way I'm sleeping I'm noticing the way how many 
energy I have during the day. I mean, doing all this work, you know, the spiritual work and doing the thinking, uh, the podcast, the writing and so on, it takes up a lot of energy. So you have to have a clear a happy state of mind because otherwise there's no energy produced the energy produces itself in your heart so your heart region needs to be open and needs to open up every day more even best when it doesn't close because why should it close you should be open for everybody and this is also something that i'm still working on because it's not easy sometimes you have a grudge against people obviously it's not them it's always something in you and that's what you need to figure out because they are only mirroring you they are mirroring something that you don't want to see in yourself so everybody who's basically make make you feel angry or gives you a, a, a negative feeling it's always something that is inside of you and that's not easy to figure out all these things and this is what robs you the feeling of feeling fulfilled and this is what I told myself that I'm not ready to accept anymore because I don't want to have the suffering state of mind so um, again, going back to the two versions of what you really uh, want. yeah. So putting um, nice things on your vision board is a great thing to see what is possible. I can tell you that most of the time, if you achieve these things, you notice that you don't really want them anymore yeah, because they kind of feel worthless. And if it's something immaterial that you are wishing for I don't know like for example a better job a family a spouse I don't know then usually usually I'm not saying for this this is counts for everybody uh, and it's the general rule but generally if you are if you are lacking uh, something immaterial such as I don't know um, happiness or love in your life and something it's usually has to do because this is missing in your own life because you are missing love for yourself for example this is usually a huge 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 topic and this is something you need to work on because how can another person give love to you if you can't give love to yourself obviously there are many couples that are still together even though there's love missing or anything but have you looked at them how, what troubles do they actually have and it's difficult because also relationship means work and the work doesn't stop i know it from my own relationship i have a beautiful relationship but still it takes work and it has to be worked on all the time and there are moments that are that are fantastic and great and then there are moments that are definitely you know from my side I know what I need to do and where I need to work on and this it took some time to figure this out because I have never been in a relationship like I am now so how could I know I've never been a mother as well before so how could I know a lot of things I also have things that I have to work on in the relationship with my daughter because there are some moments where she really uh, behaves a certain way and I feel this anger coming up but it's obviously not her anger it's my anger that's coming up because she's just behaving she's basically neutral because this is her way of behaving but I'm reacting in a way of anger so the question is why is there anger for example and why does it take me away from feeling happy and brings me in a suffering state yes because there's something in me it's because I don't know Maybe her behavior reminded me of something. Maybe it is a certain pain that is inside of me which hasn't been released yet. So yeah, I figured out for myself again because, you know, everybody has to go there at the same point. But if it comes to my opinion, I can just say that there are certain things that I'm seeing 
all the time. There is, for example, the two versions of what we really want. So the first thing is to really find out what is authentic. I mean, what is it that you really want that makes you in your heart happy? Yeah? What is the things that you love to do as a child? What were the things that uh, really made your heart flower? What were the things that you remember where you were kind of... Um, so happy doing them as a child that other people felt inspired by your but by the way you were playing or what were the, the games in the play that you were doing that other kids really wanted you to join this is most often something that is so natural authentic with yourself and this is something where you should pick up on again and it takes some time to remember these things yeah because it's a long time ago for most of us And um, yeah, and then there's these other things. Then there are situations, for example, um, repeating patterns that I have also spoken about. Uh, situations that that happen all the time. For example, we always make the same bad experience in a relationship. We always have the same disappointment. And then ask yourself, why is this happening? Ask yourself, have you ever re always reacted the same? Did you have always the same disappointment? Where does this disappointment come from? It always has to come from somewhere. Most often, in this book, Diamond Cutter that I read, he calls it in the, I think, in, in um, the Buddhist, I don't know if it's the Buddhist or just he calls it, he calls it imprints. Yeah, It's something that is imprinted in our mind, which means the first time you do this experience, um, There is some feeling created and the moment some emotion and feeling is created, it gets basically imprinted in ourselves. That means when you have, again, the same situation or a similar situation where there's a similar pattern, yeah, something very similar, this kind of emotion jumps up again and then you think... Oh, I'm thinking this in that way yeah, towards this person about or towards the situation, but it's actually not true. You were thinking the first time this kind of way. This is how an imprint got created, and that's why you react always the same way. And then there is this other thing of mirroring, which I also kind of notice, which keeps us away from fulfillment and brings us into a suffering state. For example, oh, good example. Um, our lovely mothers or fathers sometimes do things that always make us angry. It's always the same behavior that they do and we notice, bam, something jumps up and we get really pissed at them. We get super angry. We, I don't know, feel hate in the moment or we want to destroy something or I don't know. And then again, I can tell you, it's not your mother's or father's fault. It's something that happens in you. Because, again, in the past, probably something happened which you haven't forgiven and released the situation, the emotion. So it got imprinted. And all the time, the same behavior jumps up again. And you have this reaction. It is actually a reaction that you had probably many years ago. So... What you have to understand is that when you're now a grown-up and you still have this reaction towards your, uh, your parents, it's actually reactions that you started to have as a child. So the way how you're behaving is probably still childish. And that's something deep to understand. And that's also something that keeps us away from fulfillment. Another good example, uh, if, we, if we meet a man or a woman, a spouse... And we always have the same fights. And there's, I don't know, 
for example, the husband says something and or does something, and you and you say, why are why are you always saying something like that, or why are you always doing this? Especially the word always is, is a trigger where you can. Uh, notice that when you use always and ever and never it means there is a huge emotional imprint in it that's your sign of course it is difficult while you are the one uh, yelling at somebody to listen to your own <laughs> yelling to understand that there is something something really big going on but what i can tell you again the other person is just reacting and doing but you are the one that chose to bring yourself into a suffering state which again brings you far away from fulfillment so the answer to how to achieve fulfillment is actually start with yourself you have to start with um, basically loving yourself that means grow a really natural way of nourishing yourself that means the way you eat the way how you think about yourself when you look in the mirror um, the way how you basically treat your body in terms of you know what is uh, where is actually the limit how much can you put in your body how much sweets how much cigarettes and alcohol and whatever bad things can you put in your body where is your personal limit this all is part of the big how do I treat myself you know this is all about the thing about self-respect and about worthiness what are you worth towards yourself what is your worth And this is the worth how others will treat you as well because it all starts in yourself, yes? And then again, find out who are you really? Who's the authentic self and who's the conditioned mind? The conditioned mind is everything that ever anybody has told you. You have read somewhere, you have picked it up and you figured out for yourself, ah, okay, that makes me feel secure, that makes me feel good, I don't have to leave the comfort zone and there is no danger involved. This is the conditioned mind. But the authentic self most usually means going out of your comfort zone, probably there's danger involved, I mean not real danger, but danger in terms of you have to do something, you have to go into the unknown field of potential, that means you have to go somewhere where you haven't ever been in your thoughts, in your doing, in whatsoever, you have to be scared and we know what happens on the other side of fear, everything else. Everything else happens on the other side of fear. And this is where fulfillment lies. And it takes up a lot of energy. That's why I can only tell you again, make sure you nourish your body properly. You know, do the right kind of sports, you know, do mindful sports. Um, eat a lot of green vegetables and a lot of fruits and, you know, nourish yourself with a lot of good energy because all this kind of work just takes a lot of energy. But it's a good thing. And then work on opening your heart, you know, make, open up your heart, you know, help people with something, give people, you know, um, I don't know, if somebody asks you for help, help them or offer help to people, even if they're not asking, worst case they say no, but at least you offer it, you know, try to be more open-minded. And actually, I think it was a Tony Robbins, they always say, The secret to living is giving, which means 
give away, give away whatever you can. If you visit somebody at his house, bring flowers. If you go somewhere, invite your friends. If you do whatever, give as much as you can because giving is the answer to living. So I, li I like actually this, this kind of, and be in, a, um, be in an attitude of gratitude. That's another thing that I really love. Yeah. So gratitude is a huge thing. Always remember how much you already have and that should already make you feel fulfilled because fulfillment means, um, and it means being in a happy state of mind and you have absolute 1000% a lot of reasons to feel every day good there are some other things that are maybe not working out but why should you concentrate on them concentrate on the things that you're super happy about <sighs> well I guess that's it for today <laughs> so I'm gonna concentrate on my happy state as well and trying to get myself out of this kind of dump state that I'm in for the last three days uh, I guess it's going to be Uh, better uh, once it goes towards the weekend like for everybody but yeah i'm wishing you all a very beautiful day thanks for listening again and hear you next time bye